Good morning from the Protoss newsroom. The date today is Monday the 11th of January, and you're listening to the Protoss Daily. These are the main headlines this morning. Daniel Larimer has quit as a chief technology officer of Block.1. The crypto markets experienced a sharp correction this weekend, diving to less than $1 trillion. And UK bank HSBC has blocked all transactions from crypto exchanges. At the present time, Bitcoin is trading at $34,200 after a 14% drop in the past 24 hours. Ether has fallen even further, losing 18% in the past day. NEO, currently sitting in the 21st spot, has been one of the few gainers, up 4.8% for the day. Niche blockchain EOS had a weekend its investors would like to forget. The price of its native cryptocurrency tanked 30% after the project's lead brain Daniel Larimer resigned. Larimer broke the news on Sunday in a short blog post on Voice.com, a social media app built on the EOS platform. The post doesn't specify why Larimer has chosen to leave Block.1 or what his next steps will be. But he says he's, quote, leaning towards building more censorship-resistant technologies and talks briefly about developing voluntary solutions that exemplify liberty, property and justice for all. But again, no specifics. The EOS blockchain, designed by Larimer and Block.1 CEO Brendan Bulmer, was designed to let developers host and deploy websites and apps on its blockchain-powered system. But rather than a permissionless system like Bitcoin and Ethereum, Block.1 allows just 21 entities control over the system's validation process, a move that centralises the network and led to critics labelling it a glorified cloud computing service rather than a blockchain in the truest sense of the word. This centralisation came to a head in 2019, when the Security Exchange Commission sued Block.1 for failing to register the token as a security before it sold $4 billion worth of it to retail investors. The thing is, EOS never actually recovered from when crypto crashed in March due to the coronavirus pandemic's effect on global markets, and it's now lagging behind its competitors, with some suggesting it simply can't keep up in terms of technology. If EOS continue to struggle, it will undoubtedly be seen as yet another failed project from Larimer, who has already come under fire and even branded a conman by pundits after previous ploys, including blockchain-based social platform Steam and banking on a blockchain ploy BitShares, went down the tubes. Bitcoin has fallen up to 20% below its latest record high of over $41,000 set last Friday, representing more than $100 billion worth of market value lost in just three days. The rest of the crypto markets have been dragged down along with it, only with more velocity. Ethereum's price has been cut by one-fifth in the past day, as has Litecoin, Uniswap, XRP and dozens more. The correction also wiped up to $200 billion from crypto markets overall, sending their total value below $1 trillion less than a week after hitting the trillion milestone for the very first time. 
But Bitcoin's sudden drop had a more tangible impact on cryptocurrency traders who'd borrowed money from cryptocurrency exchanges to fuel their bets. More than 260,000 Bitcoin margin traders were liquidated entirely by the crash, representing nearly $2 billion lost by margin traders, money that goes directly to the crypto exchanges that lent them the funds in the first place. Nearly $1 billion of those bets were lost in just one hour, with Binance reportedly liquidating more value than any other exchange, having collected $290 million from margin traders during the crash. HSBC customers in the UK have reportedly been blocked from transferring funds from crypto exchanges into their bank accounts, upholding the UK's reputation as one of the world's least crypto-friendly nations. The move follows the likes of Lloyds, Nationwide and Virgin, which have all either restricted or banned the purchasing of cryptocurrency using their cards in the past. The UK finance watchdog FCA coincidentally warned traders on Monday that they should be ready to lose everything, voicing concerns about crypto's volatility, complexity and lack of regulation. It's likely that similar anxieties fueled HSBC's reported decision. HSBC itself has previously taken a tough stance on crypto trading, with users taken to Reddit in 2019 to complain that the bank was not allowing them to purchase digital currencies via their accounts. However, the bank's uber-cautious approach is understandable, given that in 2012 it was fined nearly $2 billion after being found guilty of allowing itself to be used by Mexican cartels to launder approximately $800 million in drug money. In any case, crypto fans have been quick to highlight a number of workarounds for getting money in and out of HSBC accounts, and a number of customers have also noted being still able to cash out their profits from crypto exchanges, despite the reports. We've reached out to HSBC for clarification, and we'll update you with more information if we hear back. Some on Wall Street have snubbed Michael Saylor's microstrategy for buying too much Bitcoin too quickly in the third quarter of last year. It turns out that investment bank Morgan Stanley went absolutely balls deep in the data intelligence stock instead. Between October and the new year, Morgan Stanley multiplied its stake in microstrategy by five and a half times, having bought around 650,000 additional shares in three months, bringing the value of Morgan Stanley's stake to almost $420 million. That means that Morgan Stanley now owns 11% of the company, which is now famous among Bitcoiners for spending over $1 billion on Bitcoin last year before the price of Bitcoin more than doubled. Other MicroStrategy shareholders include the biggest asset manager in the world, BlackRock, as well as one of the largest mutual funds provider, Vanguard. But Morgan Stanley's attitude towards the company directly contrasts Citibank, which actually downgraded MicroStrategy stock to a sell on Chief Executive Michael Saylor's plan to borrow $650 million from investors to fund its Bitcoin buying spree. 
although it's hard to say that it hasn't worked out so far. MicroStrategy's share price has multiplied nearly three and a half times since it bought its first Bitcoin back in August. However, now that Bitcoin is showing signs of a correction, so too is MicroStrategy, down 6% during pre-market trade on Monday. Last week, Protoss reported that UK police had hit a dead end after a beekeeper turned weed baron stashed the private keys to an illicit Bitcoin fortune inside the fishing rods, only to have the rods supposedly stolen before the feds could seize their crypto. Well, over in the US, authorities are having a bit more luck. A federal judge has finally ordered the seizure of $16 million worth of Bitcoin belonging to a crew of dark web drug dealers two years after their arrest, during which time the price of Bitcoin has multiplied nearly 10 times. The money in question comes from a Bitcoin stash they've amassed through dealings on the dark web stretching right back to 2014, having sold via sites like Silk Road, Wall Street Market, Alpha Bay, and Dream. But for these crafty criminals, there was allegedly no better way to launder their drug money than to invest in the squid business by purchasing a squid permit and a big fishing boat, worth a combined $600,000. As a result, authorities are also moving to seize the permit of the 1975 Triumph fishing boat. In any case, the idea that the feds might want to seize and sell criminally sourced Bitcoin as soon as possible should hardly be surprising, considering Bitcoin's recent rally beyond $40,000. In fact, over in Finland, customs police are moving to dump nearly $80 million worth of Bitcoin seized from a dark web drug dealer more than half a decade ago. Can't say we blame them. Thank you for listening. To stay up to date with the latest from the world of crypto, make sure you subscribe to the Protoss Daily on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all of the major podcast providers.